Hey, everybody, welcome in to The Wrap. Happy 313 day here in the D, Friday the 13th. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, Darren McCarty in the house in the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. We're in Farmington Hills. Yes, we are still doing our show. Yes, there are no sports to talk about, but we don't care. Do we? Dude, it's, it's, pie, it's 314 tomorrow. It's Pi Day. Pie Day. Are we, we well, going to be able to get pie? The tr- today's, today's 313. Today's yeah. 313. Tomorrow's 314. Hey, does it make pie. any sense to anybody that it's Friday the 13th? No, do, do, no one's do, even said anything. Dude, I just Did you see that moon out. the other night? No. That unbelievable. It, it looked like the sun. The moon in the sky. I mean, we've so, had a full moon Friday the 13th. We had the super moon. Then we had a regular full moon. Then we had Friday the 13th today. And now the Masters has also been canceled. They canceled the Masters too? They canceled the, the Masters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there are no sports right now in the next, let's just say, month to look forward and to. And I mean, other than 9 11, where, you know, the, which was different because it was, Can't a, that's it. a, well, it's a reaction. You can compare it in the fact that they shut down the leagues to the day to figure it out coming back. I remember as a player, because you're still always wondering, you know, is there anything left? Or, and Clarence is a soldier. You, see, you probably have those feelings more than anything. Uh, you clear clear a spot, or is there in the back of your mind, is this it? And that's, to me right now with the coronavirus, uh, it's the the not knowing the indecision. The, the thing for me, though, is that looking at China, where it started, and they're kicking the factories back up, so... It's been it, a few months. Well, it did. The bottom line is, is that if we do what we're doing now, and and as we sit here on the Friday in Michigan, you know, the governor stay the emergency, close all the kindergarten <laughs> to twelve schools. Yep. You know, gatherings of a hundred people. And colleges are starting. Colleges, to close. different yep. stuff like that. Obviously, we know all the sports fall down, but. Uh, Something that uh, we get ahead of it now, so it doesn't circumvent. You look at what's say, you know, look at Italy. You know, that you get to look at there where they pretty much quarantine the country. So what's next, man? Do you think airlines are going to shut down eventually, or do you think? I mean, I got. I'm supposed to go away. Strip April. joints and casinos, yeah. and then that's when that's so. when it's all. In. But I, but I believe that you know, just in talking uh, last night, Joy Kosher and I were down, supposed to do the opening for the. For the Motor City Casino, we ended yep. up going down there and doing a, a meet and greet with all the mid guys that that constructed it and built the. They built it in like seventy five days. It's yeah, it's crazy. unbelievable if you go down there. So the sports book, you talking about the sports book at Motor City. So Motor City will now have a sports book because yes. they were the. They, they didn't. They, nobody's they didn't taking open. Right. right. <laughs> they didn't open on the uh, on the eleventh. No, they were. They were yeah. one of the ones that didn't open. I, and I figured it was because you know the Illiches are part owners there and. And I guess they had to dot the I's and cross the T's because when you own a team, I think it's a little bit different than when you have well, a I don't think clean that's, slate. That's, you know, again, don't, I don't know what the logistics in that are, but I also know is that, you know, uh, it's the FanDuel Sportsbook at Motor City Casino. Nice. And I think that a lot of times from, and I'd look into this, but from my understanding is when it's done like that, like Barstool Sports, Greektown, it's something to do with the, the gambling license and, and who owns it that goes down to the tape. So they got it, but there's no there's no there's nothing to bet on right now. You can, you can't yeah. bet futures probably. Maybe even. Yeah, I don't know if you can bet futures. I think you probably could. And I'm I i can not speak for the entire military, obviously, I man. I don't have that authority. I can tell you the friends of mine that I've talked to, especially the ones that are deployed, man, they're thinking about their parents. I mean, because they understand the risk factors for this thing are young and old. So, you know, I've got friends that are deployed that are literally waking up to find out that schools are canceled. And, you know, I mean, you think about, you think about the stress that puts on a wife that's trying to hold down the home front or a husband that's trying to hold down the home front while their significant other is deployed. And, 
you know, now it's like, man, you got to figure out what am I going to do with these kids for daycare. the next three weeks. Yeah. I mean, you got daycare. on. So it, we, the military deals with it just like everybody else. We're no different, man, in terms of those guys that are overseas are thinking about their kids and the people that are here are also trying to figure out, like, man, I, it, you're thinking about your children because they're the risk factor for them. You're thinking about your children and your parents. So everybody I talk to is like, man, I'm worried about my grandma, yeah. worried about my mom and dad, I'm worried about my kids. Me too. I'm worried about my, my little girls too. I'm supposed to take Abby to an MRI today. I was telling yeah. Clarence I'm a little hesitant maybe about her getting in that tube, but I think I, ho- I would hope they would take the precautions. I yeah. would think that that especially now, Maz, yeah. that, that it's better safe than sorry all around. Right. So if it was any inkling that that they if they're not going to school, they're not going to an well. MRI. And not only that, but I mean, trying to explain to kids like not only are you not going to school, but you gotta you're, you gotta chill. Like youth sports are done, man. My son's travel team, like travel history, the our travel basketball organization has already suspended operations. Yeah. I, I haven't got the official word about softball for my girls, and then my son's uh, baseball, but. I as far as I it's understand, gonna happen. so Little League, Little League International is on a they're suspended, all ops are suspended until the six. So I mean, this thing is just it continues to just get hey. worse and worse. Hey, for more on that, and uh, we go we go right to the best here on the wrap. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, and Darren McCarty. We bring in the DMC Medical Group's own Red Wings doctor himself, Doctor Tony Colucci, joins us here on the wrap. Uh, doctor, thanks for coming on with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Kluch, I figured that uh, when uh, we were going to get to the bottom of this, I'd go right to the source, buddy. So uh, you've taken care of me and put me back together many, many times. Um, what is the biggest fear, I guess, from your perspective? or what? Uh, I'm looking for answers of what people should know, and uh, you're the best, uh, best person to call for this. So what can you tell our listeners out there uh, what to expect? Well, it's an ever... It's an ever-changing uh, metric. Uh, if anybody's following the CDC and the, from guidelines to numbers, um, but just the, the basic, the basic, part, the basic part of it that I want to put out there is that um, you can hear me okay, back. We hear yeah, you. Yeah, I can hear you, Tony. Uh, the basic part of it is everybody just needs to just relax a little bit. You know, the coronavirus is. Uh, um, COVID-19, it's a flu-like illness uh, for young, healthy, no comorbidities. Um, they're going to get flu-like symptoms if they get it. Um, and no, and pretty much not fatal. Now, the ones that are at risk are the elderly, the ones with comorbidities, which means they have other medical conditions that may compromise their immune system. Obviously, the cancer patients that have immune suppression uh, chemotherapy, or if anybody's on immune suppression drugs, I mean, those people are at the highest risk to uh, succumb uh, worse with this uh, virus out there. That being said, um, it's basically universal precautions. Wash, making sure you're washing your hands, you're washing things down, you don't go into sick areas, you don't go by sick people, you cough into a tissue and throw it away. It's the same old precautions that we should be taking during in anyways. So it's, uh, it's the good thing about this, this pandemic, and if we can find a silver lining here, is that it's, a, it's an awareness that we should be doing uniform precautions on a daily basis just with, you know, virulent viruses as we go around um, with the wiping and the washing your hands uh, and being diligent at it. That being said, I just wanted to make sure I got that out there. 
everything is changing. Every hospital system is taking their precautions on how do we test for this. And the testing part is the challenge that the state has put through that you can't just walk in and say, hey, I'm going to be tested for the COVID. Um, there's a protocol. There's a criteria that have to be met. So if you have flu-like symptoms and you've had certain risk factors and you can find it on the CDC website as far as if you've traveled from high-risk countries, if you've been within a six-foot or intimate contact with a COVID-positive patient uh, and uh, you actually have fevers, signs and symptoms, and you've been admitted at the hospital and they don't have any other cause for it, then that person gets tested too. So there's several that you have to have fever, signs and symptoms, and those criteria as far as, like I said, uh, high-risk areas, uh, next contact with somebody who has COVID positive, those are the criteria that you have to do. And what we're doing here is if you come up with flu-like symptoms, the hospitals are uh, either taking your history, see what symptoms you have, most likely going to get a, a flu and RSV, which is other virus testing. If it's positive, we, we basically, depending, if you don't need to be hospitalized, we send you on your way and take the typical flu-like uh, precautions. If that runs out as negative, the story you tell is a pretty high risk. We have to call the health department. We got to get a PUI, which is a patient under investigation number, attached that to the culture. They give either they give us the thumbs up or thumbs down to go ahead with the culture because the cultures that we're collecting are sent to the state and they process that and they contact the patients with that patient under identification or under investigation number. So that it's like a big, a large, a long, arduous process, but they're trying to collect this data and that's just the PUI number um, for tracking and numbers and positive versus negative. How many cases do we have? What's our death rate? So all this comes into play with coming up with the best data collection. We're talking to Red Wings physician Dr. Tony Colucci, kind enough to join us here on Maz and Friends, Clarence, Darren, Mass. Hey, Doc, so. I went to the game against Utah when the Pistons played the Jazz and Rudy Gobert was there playing. For people like myself that were there, or LCA employees that were there, the broadcast teams that were everybody that was in close proximity to him, you know, how does this impact, I guess, LCA? And then for those people that were near him, I, I you know, reportedly he threw his, yeah, his, got his shooting sleeve yeah. into the into the crowd. You know, I mean. Did those people go get tested? Did they wait till they're symptomatic? I think all of us are just trying to understand if we were there. Like, you know, what is so the risk those, of somebody that was 10 rows up from him? So um, I know of the situation that you said. So there's two people that tested positive. He's one of them, and I think Mitchell was yep, the other Yeah, Donovan guy. Mitchell. Yes, sir. And Mitchell threw his jersey into the crowd. So those people that have been in contact with a sweaty piece of clothing – um, they have to be quarantined for 14 days. So taking their due diligence, quarantine means you sit near, you're quarantined at home, don't go out and about, and you sit there for two weeks and assess yourself for any signs or symptoms, fevers, cough, uh, shortness of breath, uh, sore throat. So you look and evaluate yourself for that. It's after 14-day period, and it's actually a safe number because um, it goes past the actual so the 14th day, you're asymptomatic, you didn't 
you didn't contact anything. So, so those people in particular, like you were saying, I know those, those two particular things did happen, and those people have to be quarantined for 14 days. Can you sit outside around, of your house? Can you sit outside in the fresh air? Can can you what? Can you sit out in your backyard on on your rocking chair and you know yeah, by yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarantine just means you're not uh, basically going into crowds, Got going it. in other people, in contact with other people. So, best case scenario, Doc. I know you said that it's uh, evolving as we speak. Uh, do you uh, expect uh, to see sports on TV at all? Is this a one month, two month, three month? situation or is it as time goes by we'll find out more yeah I, well i think it's the latter and i i've told other people uh that you and i mac talked to and uh basically i said let's shut things down for two weeks let's see what happens because it's on an upstroke right now with the numbers and i said let's just we have to try to contain this as a society we have to try to contain in the best way is to do this is not to congregate in large groups. So the less we have this transportation and this congregating, we're able to contain it so that the appropriate people that are looking at cures and looking at other solutions, they have time to work while this number hopefully stays contained and slows down. And that's the whole the whole purpose. Uh, do I anticipate? It's really hard to say, Mac. Um, so I'm gonna. I we'll see it after two weeks. What's happening? Um, I know uh, the NBA and the NHL, I think they're calling it, they're suspending it right now. I don't know if it's canceled, so to speak, uh, to kind of wait and see what happens in two weeks from now. Yeah, it seems like, uh, was it pretty much the uh, the all hands on deck as far as the league and the league doctors and everybody just pretty much what you said, let's contain this, let's take a step back and because get the numbers, uh, like you said, sort of, yeah, corral the numbers and then re- reassess and see where we're at. Is there, is it something that has a possibility to be uh, remedied quicker, uh, sooner than later? You know, is, is this one of those, because it's the flu, um, is there a possibility, because it's a virus, we've been dealing with different things like this, that we could uh, have a grasp on it sooner than later? I think things are moving faster than I anticipated, so I would agree with that. However, the numbers are, you know, exponentially, and it's just if you looked at uh, the, the docs for the CDC, the numbers do take a, a hyperbolic curve or it's a slope. There's a pretty acute slope upward with numbers, and that in itself is alarming, but we still have to step back a little bit. And a couple of things, 99% of the people that have been up to this point, in fact, it has had mild to moderate symptoms. Good. So it, the, the, percent, the, the death rate percentage, I think, as we get become more liberal with the testing, that number, I feel, is going to go down and probably settle down right around the regular flu number of death rate, which is point, I think I looked at the other day, 0.0925%. Thank God. So, Doc, uh, we, we, uh, had, we had H1N1 and we had SARS. How did... What about this virus particularly made it so, I guess, contagious, effective, prevalent? Like, I'm, it seemed, it seemed again, I'm, I, I'm trying to remember back, but it seemed that H1N1 and SARS were both a lot more um, problematic if you got it. Yeah. So well, how yeah, did we lose H1N1 control of this? 
Um, I, I, well, I think it was uh, not reported soon enough. Um, and again, you can. I mean, I'm just as confused as everybody else as far as who's throwing the blame at who. But it kind of, uh, from what I heard this morning, uh, went undetected for about six weeks or unreported to try to corral this down. And before you knew it, uh, air travel from moving things around, and it's catching people in all different facets of the world. And I think not having it contained right out of the gate, like, hey, we have something here, and alarming and alerting everybody to do the containment early. So that we didn't get the containment and what we're doing now. Now we have to overshoot it and not getting it uh, the appropriate setup earlier made it just now we have this spike in numbers and the way it's transferring throughout the world is alarming in itself. Symptoms like, and you're right, with the H1N1, the thing I want to point out with the H1N1, the problem with that one was that it was killing young people. And that was the alarming piece with the H1N1. And we forgot about that. I don't think, unless you remember, but the numbers are staggering with the H1N1 yeah. and how many young people were dying. I didn't know this that. This year, yeah. it's, in, in the healthcare community, it doesn't shock us that the elderly, the immune compromised, the people with comorbidities, they're the ones who don't fare well with this virus. And that's just the common everyday viruses and bacteria that they get. Those type of people, they, they don't do well with any kind of infection. So that's, it's just following suit with what we do deal with every day. But because of the alarming numbers, the nuance of it, um, and I, and I, I think that uh, there's an excitement there, but things are moving in the CDC and in the healthcare um, community faster uh, than I think. And I think we should be able to grasp this and slow it down, especially with the aggressive moves of shutting things down from, NBA to NHL right. to now the I guess the NCAA shut their March Madness down. Even golf Masters oh. has been canceled. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Boston Marathon's well. been postponed till September now. I mean, you everything know, I just, is getting affected. I, hey, Clutch, before I let you go, I was just thinking though that it could be worse. We could be in the middle of winter and golf season wouldn't be like around the corner. So at least maybe we can go outside and hit balls, right? You know, and the <laughs> backyard's big enough. Quarantine yourself on the golf course. Absolutely. I know I'll you wouldn't have an you wouldn't have a problem with that, would you? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Thanks, here. Doc. Hey, thank you, Doctor. Always Thanks great for taking to talk time to you, out, Tony. Thank you, bud. Thanks, Tony. Okay, guys. Thank you. All right, okay. Dr. Tony Colucci, Red Wing physician, of course, awesome. from the DMC awesome. Medical Group. Uh, nice, nice I think to that's hear. A great point. And I love what he said that uh, we're going to wind up corralling this thing, and it's going to wind up. The death numbers of this will be the same as the flu, or even a little well, bit less. Well, remember H one swine flu. I remember literally yeah. with my then ex wife, man. I remember looking at each other like we were panicking because again, it was it it was getting kids. Kids That's, were getting right. like dying. And that, I think, you, and in healthy, and in adults, like it was it was one that it was this all of this right now. This panic, I would associate to how I felt more about. That because that you that's were the getting, swine flu, yes, right? but it was getting people, it was getting people and killing people, like yeah, it was knocking it, people and down. And here's the difference I don't remember that. You met, oh, yeah, God. you mentioned it first. You said about your military brethren, it's about the kids, the families, and about the elderly, yep. right? The blessings, I think, that what they say, one case under 20, or yeah. where everybody says that it's not like you said, the child killer, it's sort of like you said, the 
It's like yeah. that. It's like the old man flu. It's like that old gunslinger just sort yeah. of swoop. You, you somebody forgot to pay attention to this guy, and then he just swoops on down. But what I liked what Tony said, you know, is not only the awareness. Yeah, the the swine flu, the H one N one or whatever was killing younger people, but also too. I like what he said that this is a could be a blessing because it's sort of preparing us for what's going to happen next. You know, if because the, there's always going to be something, yeah, right? Yeah. Whether it's and and yeah. this is number nine you, of the of coronavirus. This is isn't well, it number right, nine. There's, well, there's all different strains and and the different yeah. ones and and you know this one doesn't. The, you know, I was watching something last night about pets. People worried about pets because the swine flu and everything. Well, it, they they found that one that they might be able to carry, but they thought they it was that the animal carried it off of a human that had it. Okay. In China, because there's only one case, so it wasn't like the dogs or the carrots. So don't they eat with, their dogs? With the joking, sorry. With the animals and and uh, this isn't a, this isn't the uh, food food show today. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I'll say this, man, and this was kind of where my head was because I know people. Obviously, man, we get to do this and we get to talk to people and and hope that we can provide people some. They got to be hemmed up some some entertainment and some something to something to look forward to. But I mean, we've got a lot of friends that are in the the, the TV side, the production side. Well, I mean, those guys' paycheck, man, those paychecks, down. those those friends that go from Tigers to Lions to Wings or Pistons or, I mean, you think about that whole crew of guys that we see, those faces that you see when you when you warm up or when you go to do a yeah. broadcast. The stats I mean, guys. The, the stats the, guys, the guys that run cable, camera guys. I mean, all of those guys, are I, I'm, they're out of work. There And there is nothing else. There is no sport. So if you made a living running and doing the camera and all those things, live event sports. Did you see Kevin Love yesterday? Yeah. Kevin Love is putting a hundred grand up. Grand, He's man. hoping other people do that for, and let me, and for let the me just say something Mark the, Cuban the dirt is putting bags, something together. Because in this crazy world of just negative people, Kevin Love puts out a hundred grands and some dirt bags are out there. Uh, that's to, all you can do. Uh, you, 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 that's peanuts to Kevin Love. Let me tell you yeah. something. If I'm starving, go to hell. If hey, I was starving listen. and somebody walked up to me with a bag of peanuts, I wouldn't go, no filet. Hey, listen. I'll tell you this, uh, this little caveat for a little grind time with Darren McCarty exclusive coming in because the one thing with me is that I'm not going to let the stuff flow down. Now, I, I, I mentioned this before where where I was in uh, down in Eastern Market and I'm walking by and this, uh, you know, uh, probably mid-20s, you know, homeless kid side of the road and he's like, hey, can, can you, you got a dollar? And I reached in my pocket. I had no change or I had no money. I'm so sorry, bro. I got nothing. He's like, whatever. And I st- I, I'm not going to let that fly because I stopped and I looked yeah. at him and I said, go sell your fucking bike, you asshole. You know, like, what the fuck? I, like, I'm obligated to you, whatever. And I stood there and I went, what? Like, I'd be ready. So I got an email. And I'm gonna address this on grind time because because somebody in email and and you'll love this. I guess somebody gave me a book, you know, a while ago. Like, hey, here's a book, check it out. You know, oh cool. I get an email like because I didn't promote his book or whatever like that. I don't even know this ass clown. Wow. Right, right. Which which I said, but I broke it down. And I went and and when I read you the email, right, because because he decides to go to this place. Right where he's gonna say, "Oh, your net worth is this." So I read this uh, on the end, this and all, and and I'm like, "Okay, you're gonna take this shot at me." Oh, wrong guy. So I got something. 
very special, which which I had my guys follow up on. Oh my! Was, was was okay? Wait, what was was he, you had an agreement in place in this? And the guys like, no. Oh, so you offered him in exchange like the. No, no, no. Like, oh, okay. So we're going to make an example out of you, awesome. ass munch, awesome. right? To the same people that say that shit where, you know what? Fuck them. Do we know this Fuck- guy? No. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, the worst part about him is a buddy of mine. Like, okay. down, it, it works down the road. So this guy, yeah, he's just, his life is really not. Hey, man, last thing, support your small business people, man. A lot of small, a lot of businesses around Metro Detroit, man. They need your help. Don't count anybody else's money. Hey, look, take your take your hand sanitizer, take your wipes, man. But please don't don't let your local business owners down, man. Support them. Go eat. Go do whatever you got to do. Just take care. Like we take care of each other. Everybody will get through this, man. But don't forget, and people out there need our need our business. Amen to that. And uh, try not to worry too much. Just take care of yourselves. Look look after everybody else, and don't be a hater, man. Don't be one of those guys that are like, what? It's the media. It's this. It's that. It's a real deal, man. It's the real deal. Take care of yourself. Thanks to everyone behind the glass. Angel and Kelsey and the birthday boy, Stevie Mack. Happy birthday to him. 22 years old. He's so Young cute. boy. 22? So Young cute. boy. Oh, my God. 22. I dumps in the sewer. Just hey, started peeing, standing up. Yeah, way we to got, go, young Hey, man. we got Kevin Allen coming up tomorrow here on The Wrap on the weekend edition. That's right. 34 years he's covering hockey. And these guys will be back. A, he with wrote a good too. book too. He did, <laughs> with some rock star guy here. We'll talk about that. It's Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black, Darren McCarty, right here on the wrap. Be healthy, everyone.